0: Welcome to the NCO Journal Podcast, where we explore NCO professional development. I'm your host, Staff Sergeant Jared Woods. With me in the studio today is Managing Editor of the NCO Journal, Chago Zapata. In this episode, we're discussing a recent article series titled, The Information Domain and Social Media. Also with us today is one of the authors of the article, Sergeant Major Alexander Aguilestrat. Welcome to the podcast, Sergeant Major. Please tell us a little about yourself.
1: Hey, how are you guys doing? Alexander Gillistrat here. I'm Sergeant Major of the United States Army. I'm an infantryman by trade. Um, you know, I've been in for 27 years. Uh, my most recent assignment was uh, as part of the Enlisted Initiatives Group, in TRADOC, kind of a think tank before I was the Command Sergeant Major of JTF Bravo. Prior to that, I was the Command Sergeant Major for Charlie Squadron Asymmetric Warfare Group with a permanent presence in the Middle East and some other assignments ranging from light, mech, and our uh, airborne infantry. Very um, happy to be here. Thank you for having me here. And thanks for the opportunity.
0: I'm glad to have you there Sergeant Major. So let's, let's dive into the article here. Um, you first talk about social media as a weapon and its use in a form of asymmetric warfare. What do you mean by that?
1: Well, so, you know, social media in, in, in the everyday context can be seen as very banal and very benign, right? So, but I, I think sometimes we fail to Um, given its military constant context in the area of multi-domain operations, right? The information domain, you can see it everywhere. You cannot live without uh, being bombarded by information. Um, So our our adversaries know that kinetically we hold the advantage still. I mean, our our ability to uh, build combat power, project combat power, combine arms maneuver is unmatched, and they know that. But hybrid warfare incorporates various modes of warfare. Uh, to deny conventional capabilities, irregular formations, tactics, coercion, and disorder. Look, it, it is on, the, on the, in, in the area of disinformation and social media corrosive affected the information domain. So our, our enemies, our adversaries, like the Russians, use it to shape their operations. Uh, they are protected by layers and layers of disinformation. They use it to alter our perspective or divide us or prepare for large-scale operations i mean they did it in georgia prior to the invasion of georgia with this information they did uh, when they invaded the donbass region in the ukraine uh, they bombarded it with this information isis did it um they they a low tech compared to the united states terrorist organization use mer- um, marketing tactics used by taylor swift to swell their their ranks in the thousands you know from um, teenagers from Europe, European teenagers that didn't that even knew who was ISIS, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So it, it is a tactical problem, much like the IED, that can have strategic uh, consequences. For example, you know, in the early stages of the Iraq war and uh, the war on terror, we had this IED. It was a tactical problem, but um, combined over time, combined with an effective information campaign, very, very effective information campaign by our enemies, it started having a strategic effect, such as eroding the national resolve for the war. If that was a strategic consequences, and then, you know, that prompted our government, our army to create the IED defeat task force and the asymmetric warfare group. Uh, so, So we engaged in a little bit of an arms race with that. Now we're dealing with electronic and information IEDs. That, of course, they are tactical problems, but over time, you can see the effects right now. You can see the effects of disinformation. You know, you have Russian tactical commanders that know they can operate with impunity because they are protected by layers and layers of disinformation. Disinformation affects our society and divides our society, uh, which is the foundation of American strength. It attacks our diversity, um, it divides opinions. And in the area of great power competition, that is very important. Um, for as part of this new operational environment. So what I would say is that it is very important to uh, not hold social media as a standalone product, right? I mean, we're not talking about social media darlings, we're talking about the military implications of social media. And to do so, we need to place it under the umbrella of the information domain and the new era of multi-domain operations. And that is the area in which our enemies are, are matching us or, or surpassing us um, due to their liberties and their and their ability to exploit and 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 do tactical um, offenses, cyber or social media or information domain operations from the tactical level. Something that we are a little bit limited on. Did you have something you want to add with that, Chago?
2: Well uh in this day and age, Sergeant Major, there's there's uh... There's so many things out there, misinformation. The, there's, you know, from from uh, all, all aspects, uh, not just social media, but the, in in in, um, in general, the 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 internet is a uh, is a way that people get information that's not necessarily that's misinformation or disinformation. How can soldiers combat that?
1: Oh, it's it's very simple. I mean, and, and it, there's power in simplicity. I mean, I think. I think senior enlisted leaders are already combating that. For example, um, tell the truth, right? Just tell the truth to your soldiers. Soldiers are nowadays are smarter than they ever were. They are. This generation of tactile learners, I'm a huge fan. And in order for them to project trust and loyalty to them and to earn the trust and loyalty back, you have to be transparent. Look, I'm a big fan of what Sergeant Major Terenas, the 10th Mountain Division Sergeant Major did after the incident of the shoot house on February 21st, 2021, right? That's a great vignette. So a, a body camera shows soldiers conducting a live fire, close quarters battle, displaying numerous safety violations, and pretty much um, not doing things right, right? So 10th Mountain paused, thought about it, and then put the master trainer out there, which is which is the Command Sergeant Major, the senior enlisted leader of the division, executing his commander's intent under the guideline and telling the truth, going out there with a stoic face, right? And and seeing a senior enlisted leader telling the truth, telling the army, yeah, we we messed up, I assume full responsibility, but we're gonna train to fix it. You know, the video received overwhelming audience engagement and it was a breath of fresh air seeing seeing a senior enlisted leader tackling readiness, not being a social media darling, not pushing an agenda, no, accepting responsibility, living up to the Army values and say, okay, this happened, we will fix it with tough, realistic training, you know, that that, that, that readiness for war, for, for the, you know, the key, the key tenets of this division, the Army, which is fight to win our nation's wars and make us more deadly. And this will not happen again. And again, I take full responsibility. The support for that video was overwhelming. It was simple. Right. So so that's the deal. Truth, Um, the army values, uh, and and that's how you fight this thing. The mistake comes with imposing rules and and telling commanders, you have to post this. You have to be out there. No, this is a commander's discretion. And again, this is far of the information domain. And and I don't know if that answers your question, but there is power and simplicity. Right? Just go out there and tell the truth to your soldiers, to the American people, to everybody else. And you know what? Sometimes we are going to make mistakes on the mistakes like the 10th Mountain Division did and fix those mistakes and be transparent about it. Be open to scrutiny. Be open to the American people to see you. And that is the best way to fight disinformation.
2: On a, on a, that, that's a great answer. Uh, on a separate note, uh, what about those individuals? What would you say to the individuals who don't like or don't use social media uh what would you say to them you know there's some people who like i'll be i'll be straight it's mostly the older generation you now soldiers at, at your stage of your career uh who uh will um say well I, I i don't use social media i don't like it i don't trust it and they don't they don't use that at, at, or, or in any way um uh, associated with it what would you say to those people
1: well, that's a two fold question right number, number one you're right it's it's more often than not the 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 older generation us and and I, and i make myself part of it but um i will say this again you know this is a repeating thing place social media under the umbrella of the information domain right so well, people like you and i that have been um they grew up under the umbrella of fighting a a, a global threat right and we are pre-war on terror we didn't grow up we grew up with the russian threat and um, the large iraqi armies iranians and north koreans if we don't fill the information domain um with our story with the truth like 10th mountain division did i mean i, I can't i can't get enough kudos to the 10th mountain um the enemy will nefarious actors will, both foreign and domestic. Um, foreign to unstabilize our ranks and, and, and the, uh, plant the seeds of doubt and domestic uh, organizations on nefarious, violent extreme organizations to recruit our youth, right, our soldiers, and, and they're already doing it. So if we're not out there in, in, a, in a measurable way with a measured response, with a clear and concise message, uh, knowing our unit's purpose of communicating then the enemy will uh, and I understand that every gap is filled with negatives. i mean we see it in a kinetic battlefield if we leave key terrain the enemy will name will, will take the key terrain and and build up on it. the information domain is no different it's just digital um, strategy. strategy wars war and enemy actions are an enemy actions whether it's on the, on the information domain or in a kinetic uh, sense. I
2: don't know if that makes any sense. No, oh, it, makes, it makes plenty of sense to me. I think that, uh, that was a, an excellent uh, response to that question. It's, uh, it's one of these things that, um, you know, social media right now is a way, you, you say it plenty of times here in your article, it's a way for, for nefarious actors to get uh, misinformation to disinformation, um, you know, a, a, across to, to a vast audience, to an entire nation, as, a, as, as you can say, happened to our nation here uh, over the last election. Um and it's something that uh that that we need to watch out for. Uh, now what what about uh those who do their I mean you hear a lot about people doing their research, whether it's uh through social media, getting their news through social media or through the internet. What what is uh what would you say about that?
1: Um, I think we, we need to be careful, right? I mean, there there's too much um too much information is bad. Too much information can go into the realms of this information. But, but look at this. I mean, let, let's take the example of ISIS in Mosul. And, um, you know, when I was with the Asymmetric Warfare Group, ISIS was our, our problem set. So we, we took a deep dive into it. When they invaded northern Iraq in 2014, they only have 1,500 militants. That's it. They, they picked up weapons and vehicles from previous extremist groups. I mean, they we really ignored them for a little while. Um, but they decided to take another, you know, another approach, right? They decided to go into the hashtag, all eyes on ISIS, you know? And then they they place an extensive network of passionate supporters and Twitter bots to lock all over the training hashtags for Arabic speakers. So they became, they monopolized the information domain. They did with everything. I mean, and then as a result, ISIS online tactics and mastery of the information domain recruited 30,000. You heard it right, 30,000 from a hundred countries and spread free globally. So that that is, they no longer, not, not only did that by expressing their message, but they also by sinking all their types of information, truthful information down, all the way down. So knowing where to get the information, and this is where trust is, is important. Like again, 10th Mountain Division, um, you know, place place a lot of emphasis on their on their campaign. You know, when that when they should have started on trust and the truth. So the truth builds trust. So based on that, trust builds loyalty. And and they see some major um, uh information uh, venues like his Twitter account or his Facebook page from 10th Mountain Division Sergeant Major or anybody that does that. He's not the only one. Our army is filled with truthful leaders. Let me let me make that. Let me make that very clear. When you see that in in a continuous way, then people know where to go to get the right information. So that that kind of compromise, that kind of social contract that we have, you know, the leaders to tell the truth, and 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 our juniors or or, or American people to know that they're telling the truth. So creating those links and creating those bonds, right, counters um, negative narratives such you know hashtag all eyes on ISIS and everything else. So. It's polar opposites, like the yin and the yang. If they go the negative way, we have to stay truthful and correct, even even if it takes admitting our failures, and that's okay. That's perfectly okay. But that being said, okay, as leaders, as an army, we have to we have to accept that the information domain is an operational environment, just like any contested battle space. Um, Various actors have real world goals, you know, and look, they got this ISIS top recruiter, Junaid Hussein. you know, he he didn't do he didn't do anything. The guy didn't know anything about social media. He did. He wasn't. I mean, ISIS said, I need you to recruit a lot of people. So what did he use? He used the tactics that the singer Taylor Swift used to sell her records.
2: Can you tell us what worked. those tactics? What those tactics were? That was one of the questions that kind of came up.
1: Just, just the whole marketing thing, the whole hashtags, the whole reaching to, is pretty much reaching down to the targeted demographics, like teenagers, young young people, uh, military age people, in the youth ages, right? So in 2014, uh, we weren't really targeting them. We weren't really extensive use our, our Twitter accounts, and, and 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 they do they they went to Twitter, but they also went to uh, Facebook, Instagram, and all these other venues that their targeted demographics, uh, utilize heavily and they convinced them. So it it was, it was a a targeting operation and they understood their operational environment and they created a targeting campaign. And as a result, they swelled their ranks with 30,000 fighters and Um, You already know what happened in Iraq and and in Mosul. I was there. I I saw my squadron was there. My people were there. You know, uh, Second Brigade, Second Airborne was there, and we saw the results of of the massacres and everything else. So once again, that comes to comes to illustrate my point. If we leave the the contested information domain open, the enemy will take it as key terrain, and we already see the. The advantages that Gerasimov doctrine you know Russian new generation warfare um again it, it, it knows and understands that kinetically the United States has the overmatch right I mean force on force we we we, we we're predominant in the, in the in the battlefield against a fires based army like the Russians our combined arms maneuvers are probably superior force but how do we level the, the playing field is through the information domain, through phase zero, one, and two operations, right? That, that, the shaping operations prior to the battlefield. Inundating the battlefield with this information and creating a core of public opinion against the United States prior prior to any phase three force-on-force engagement is really, really important for the Gerasimov Doctrine and the Russians acknowledge that the information domain exists and we're already at war. At that age, so if we don't do that, then we will place ourselves uh, at a huge disadvantage um, in the next during the next conflict. It's not a matter of if; it's a matter of when. Now, we should emphasize the information domain and accept that social media is just a small portion of it. So that that being said, um, that's my take on your question. I don't know if that answers your question, but we can engage in conversation if you want to. No,
2: that, that answers my question.
1: You've talked about how important it is to recognize
0: the importance of the information domain. So let's put that into practicality. Like, how can the individual best learn how to recognize disinformation or misinformation on social media?
1: Well, information, misinformation in 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 social media is divisive. Disinformation in social media is divide, divisive, and you can you can see our, our adversaries' blueprints, right? Whether it's it's Russian new generation warfare or or our enemies, there's always the divisiveness um blueprint. For example, um, our enemies our enemies code war for our diversity. And, and I'm not only speaking about diversity of race or religion or anything, I also diversity of thought. It's called chaos, chaotic. They they see the Americans as chaotic uh, because we operate independently, we have an NCO core, we, we delegate leadership all the way to the lowest level. Etc., etc., things that a, a, a fires based, static, conscripted army cannot understand, at least at this point. So, so the Russians' theory of the United States is that diversity is its weakness. So, Russians dig deeper into pre existing faults in American society by distracting, dividing, and weakening. So, any pose that, that you can see as distracted, dividing, and weakening, DDNW, and W, you can expect some layers and layers of this information and if you peel the onion you can see the end result but again right distracting dividing and weakening is very easy on social media because social media is marketed by emotions both negative and positive and those emotions are um, are emphasized by the fact that there's there's instant gratification by posting and very little consequence management because you're separated by I don't know, you can be right next door on the computer, or you can be across the ocean, right? So, so um, deniability is very easy. So we can expect the same MO against the United States Army. I mean, I, we can take a snapshot in society. Um, occupying the information to men with a clear and genuine, genuine and transparent message is an example of how to do things right. Again, the opposite of that is once once somebody sees messages that divide, distract, and weaken, you can expect disinformation being the, the root cause of that post, of that strategy, of that trend. I don't know if that answers your question.
0: No one does. You talk about how our enemies are using our, our promotion, say, of, of diversity and inclusion as a, we think of as a strength, and we know that it's a strength. But I mean, you've written a previous article on this exact topic but our enemies are using it on social media as a way to promote that That's a weakness in, on our on our part. How do we combat that when people within the United States are putting stuff on social media that promote it as a weakness? Like, it's coming from our own, our own people, not just our
1: enemies. So, I mean, you, we got we got to give you context, right? Um, so, so online social media platforms will always, well, at least for the foreseeable future, play an increasingly important role in U.S. extreme and radicalization radicalization processes and not only are enemies it's also it's also domestic threats. Um you know in recent years the number of individuals relying on user to use a platforms to disseminate radical content has grown. You know, in 2016 alone, you know, um you know social media played a role in the radicalization of nearly ninety percent of extremists in the United States. That's 90%. That's a lot. Um, but but uh, our enemies know that the en- only the enemy from within can defeat the United States right we are we are the greatest democracy in the world with the biggest democracy in the world yes, we have our problems but we're still the biggest democracy in the world and and we are actively just like our army is actively fighting to correct the wrongs that 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 needs to be absolutely transparent because that alone creates faith, creates hope, and creates transparency and, and hope is important. Hey, I had a I had a survivor instructor uh, when I was cold and wet and and miserable and I mean not cold, hot, wet and miserable in the jungle. Sundayana says, I mean you will survive ten days without food, hundred hours without water. You will make it five minutes without hope. So that that is all. That also applies to the survival of our army and towards uh, continuing the all volunteer force which is our greatest strategic advantage. And that being said, our enemies will attack that greatest strategic advantage and the ability for the United States to say, look, we have a force for freedom ready to fight or win our nation's wars in as early as 18 hours. You know, like like the 82nd, that is composed entirely by volunteers from all races or creeds or origins or walks on life. This is a beautiful thing. Attacking that it is. It is our. It's our. It's in our enemy's best interest. Dividing, weakening, and um, and calling it names like I don't know, like 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 woke or 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 denying our females uh, inclusion into into combat arms. I mean, how is it possible that fifty percent of the American population didn't have include? Now we're doing it better, right? De- denying those efforts is is it is a, a key component of our enemies, both foreign and domestic strategy to weaken the United States military. Change is painful, man. Change sucks. Change is difficult. We've done it before and we achieve incredible results, but at the beginning it's always difficult. The most important thing is to maintain the course, inform our population, not only our soldiers but also the American people from which we recruit actively, and we should continue to recruit actively to maintain the all-volunteer force, and be absolutely transparent just like um just like 10th mountains uh csm was you know hey i own it we made mistakes in the past this is what we're doing and we need your help and you know honest to god truth he had absolute great results and great feedback that's that's the that's the the discipline initiative that we need that we need to combat our enemy disinformation and our efforts to integrate our force over
2: yeah that kind of leads to uh, to the next question it's a good transition to the, the next question I, I have for you where, where you there's a, a place in here an article here where you mentioned that uh, the army must uh, invest in social media literacy how, how can the army do that I mean I know that there's uh, I know that there's a public affairs uh, presence that, where they 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 that that's part of the uh, their their mission uh, and they're very well read on that but how can the uh, the the Commander of of your command or, or your unit or or anybody's unit, uh, what what do they what can they do to 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 invest in social media literacy?
1: Well, you know, we invest with social in social media literacy as part of the information domain. I can't emphasize that enough. It's not just becoming social media darlings. I mean, it, it will make it will make no sense for a commander to you know hire an influencer or PCs an influencer or. Or or do this stuff just to get likes and hashtags, right? I I, I truly despise that. I, I don't I don't like it. Um, but if a commander is is given a weapon system, commanders in our army know how to use. it, And the information domain is a weapon system, right? And it applies the same rules, the same rules of the range, uh, the same rules of the range apply. But I think by knowing the unit's purpose and communicating the unit's purpose, um, and creating information feedback loops. Uh, Social media has the ability for the commander to, and yes, you're gonna receive bad comments, but it creates information feedback loops from the bottom up. So he or she can be aware of what's going on or what might be going on in this formation. And then reinforce the narrative with action and give purpose-based feedback and align behaviors with purpose. And it sounds like it's simplistic, but there is power in simplicity and that's it. And and I, I think that's how we're doing. It is a way to be engaged. If by no means replaces face-to-face counseling and face-to-face interaction and dialogue and sharing the hardship with your people and tough, realistic training. Let me emphasize again, tough, realistic training, right? It comes down to, to being a cohesive unit and social media is just a tool. Unfortunately, that tool, that weapon, can also be misused. Yes, you have uh, guidelines given by PAO, but... But then in, in our efforts to, to dominate the information domain, we have, I don't know, initiatives groups and different people that try to make guidelines and try to force people to post. No, it is it is a weapon system to be used sparingly and appropriately with a measured response and with clear and defined guidelines, just like you would use a rifle, a pistol, a Bradley, a tank, or anything else. It's it got to be used measurably. Um, to communicate, to emphasize, to illustrate, to collect feedback and to inspire. Not to get likes or or just focus on the on the thing. Because remember this social media is designed to have filters and make look make everything look better than what it is. And if we just focus on that, we would be disingenuous and hypocritical. And as an army. That goes against our army values we must tell the truth we must inform the truth uh we must recognize the people that need to be recognized like the soldiers like our 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 yeah our our different soldiers and we have to recognize that sometimes we make mistakes and inform the people how we're going to fix it like like 10th mountain did i'm a big fan but that's that's the way to do it i think inherently commanders know how to use a weapon system it is when the the pressure of posting gets pressed upon them, that it creates it creates a burden for them and it stifles creativity, their own personal identity, their own cultures into how to inform their people. I think you should leave that to PAO and the larger army. I think the chief of staff of the army has some directives. I don't have them in front of me, but there is already directives and guidelines coming from the highest levels, how to inform, how to engage, how to use common sense. Now, when another, independent initiatives come from under and force people to do so, because I don't know, because some influencer told them to do it, then that's what I have a problem with um, with 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 that, because we're using social media as a way to do get hearts and likes and all that instead of uh, a platform for information and a weapon system to counter uh, foreign domestic threats. I, I think we need to keep our eye on the ball and know that this is a tool that is nested under the professional arms and in the area of multi-domain operations under the information domain, but it is powered by the human domain. So the human domain is the most important. Again, social media is used to communicate, but it's a supplementary form of communication. The first one should always be face-to-face, sharing hardships and positive leadership, tough, realistic training to fight or win our nation's wars. That being said, we have to recognize that our enemies will occupy uncontested space if we leave it alone.
0: So after we posted the first part of the article, the first section, um, David Connell on Twitter um, posed a question that I, if I pose it to you if you don't mind. Not Ms. at all. Yeah. So he says, what if we reverse this approach? Maybe it is the command teams that need to invest in learning social media behavior and developing trust in our newest generation who have naturally grown up in this environment. Uh, how would you approach that answer?
1: Oh my God. Give the man a medal. That, that's that's exactly right I mean we you I we, we didn't grow up in this information in this part of the information domain I those guys know so getting it goes back to um, my comment about you know creating information feedback loops and empowering the soldiers to use their voice and advise the commander so his his approach refers to bottom fed feedback. And but you're right, commanders and people like myself and people that grew up in the generation prior to the information domain explosion, uh, we must we must get savvy into it and we we need to understand what is going on. And, you know, we have our informal advisors everywhere, soldiers that are savvy with with social media, understand the trends, understand how how this new generation of tactile uh, learners that can process a lot more information than us think. Um, and will adapt and, and can anticipate this stuff, but that, that I wish I would have written that in, in, in the article. That is incredibly accurate and correct and I agree 100% percent
0: i
2: have I've got another question here. I was uh, just thinking too about when we're talking social media there's there's certain uh, individuals, say for instance, uh, Doctrine Man. He has a social media that has an enormous audience. And others, I think uh, one other one, uh, the Duffel Blog or something like that. Uh, so yes. there's things out there that um, that are influencing today's soldiers of all of all ranks. What, do you, what 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 do you say about that? I mean, what what are your thoughts on that?
1: I say that it is a product. Those those first of all, you know, it, it is freedom of speech. Those websites are a product of how we. Um, Left the information domain open. I mean, I had this conversation with somebody yesterday. I mean, why, why, you know, the rise of Duffel Blog and Task and Purpose and Army WTF? And I said, well, they, they, they didn't rise. You know, it's not like they were competing before. They were completely unopposed because we denied the information domain, and they filled the gap. And our soldiers recognized that. I mean, where, where do you and I go to get info, Army information? Do the Army. Facebook page or the army website that were inexistent before that or oh, there was very little information AKO oh my god it, it wasn't an efficient system to get information. I mean the HRC website um, no I mean right now you, you wait till the our soldiers nowadays wait till the till the list comes out on, on the Facebook page of or, or somebody else informs you on social media because it is the most efficient way. We did have information out there, but we didn't do what ISIS did, which is target our younger audience, our, our, the audience that is growing up in this information domain, and in 10 or 15 or 20 years are going to become our senior enlisted leaders or our senior officers. So so they have to, all their venues had to fill the gap. Well, they didn't have to, but they were savvy enough to fill that gap, and now they are established. That's exactly what happened. So we must adapt as an army to to inform that that, that target audience with specific and, and viable venues um, that are designed for 21st century operations and, and not something that you have to click 20 million times to get something out of. It. I mean that that is that is just the truth. And again, going back to my original point, we have to accept what we haven't been doing. Right or or what is no longer viable in this in this day and age and adapted in in quantum leap to serve a 21st century army. Uh, that's just the bottom line. We have to adapt and we have to evolve. Over.
2: There, there was uh, that that kind of brings up uh, some questions or a question here about uh, social media and, and uh, its power to evolve. I'm going to use it. Uh, bring up an example. Twitter. Twitter yes. uh, went from 100 and what 140 characters, and then they they you know hey evolved by now you know being it, it's now being a uh, limiting uh, uh, raising the limit to 280 characters. So that that was a big change, and it affected you know the messages that went across, and and you know it had a it had a big impact. Uh, another thing uh, that although it didn't develop, it, it's it's a it kind of branched off from like say YouTube was uh, TikTok, and it's become a powerhouse now of of just you know, just it's just it's exploded over the past uh, what I'd, I'd say a couple of years. Uh, so where do you see social media here? Say five, ten years from now, and, and our the army's our part.
1: Well, I in relation with that, we need to we need to look at social media based on the generation we're trying to recruit and we're trying to maintain, right? And this generation is. A lot information savvy and can process a lot more information than that so they are hungry for information um so i see social media evolving even uh to greater lengths i see more sites like when the military sites i see more sites informing quote unquote uh our population more the evolution task and purpose army w2f and and duffel blog and and all things um under the umbrella of satire but kind of You know, if you you read the blog, yeah, it is satire, but it sends a pointed message that is accepted and that is tailored to the younger generation. I mean, somebody there knows how our people think, how the youth think. I think the army needs to do that that way too. Um, I see social media evolving into more tailored messages, uh, informing more, more so than um, uh, regular or traditional, information channels because it's faster it's it's at the palm of your fingertips and it can give you snapshots now that can be good and bad right but again um if commanders treat it as 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 a weapon system you know all you have to do is follow the rules of the range watch the muscle and keep it pointing in a safe direction treat every weapon system as if it was loaded identify the target and the backdrop you can keep your finger off the trigger until ready to engage that's it I mean, how many people have gotten uh, in trouble because of social media? And I'm not talking about juniors. I'm talking about senior leaders. So recognizing the social media is there to provoke a reaction. It's an action that is going to provoke a reaction because it is a business, right? It is based on likes and advertisement and everything else. And it's working and Twitter is working and Instagram is working And, and, and those information venues on social media are working. We can only assume that they're going to evolve to a larger context and they're going to start shifting into a more targeted campaign uh, towards our youth. Uh, What that's going to be focused on, I I don't know, but we need to be cognizant. And if we want to send the army message, we need to evolve into 21st century information operations.
2: All right, I got one more for you, Sergeant Major. Yeah, man. This uh. I believe that, that soldiers bear, you know, what, what, what kind of, well, actually, this let me put it this way. What responsibilities do sol- soldiers, say, the young enlisted, three groups, the young enlisted, the NCO Corps, and the officer corps? What what responsibilities do they each have when it comes to social media as far as, uh, oh, you take that however, however you will?
1: I mean, w- it's cut and dry. I mean, we are an army. and An army is based on hierarchies, rules, and regulations, right? If not, there will be chaos. I mean, chaos in the sense that our enemies want to achieve. I mean, if we don't follow, there are rules and regulations that govern uh, conduct, you know, on and off uniform. The same applies to social media. One just can't post whatever one wants, and that is derogatory and everything else. Now, if it's... Um, if it's anonymous, unless you run an investigation, you're not gonna find out who did it. But if a soldier says something derogatory to command or or, or grossly illegal on social media, um, there's gotta be consequences. There's an uniform code of military justice that applies to that. That's what I say. It's it's simple, but we have to enforce those rules as well, you know, because an, an order without consequence management is just a request. Um we had to remember that we are soldiers 24/7. We had to emphasize that whether you're an NCO, a junior enlisted, or or a, a four-star general, the same rules apply when it comes to social media conduct. Now, the slip-ups, as as you progress on the ranks, you know, it, the the higher ranking you are, you know, the the more the more of an image and the more of a um, of the more consequences you have, the more impact you have on social media. So that's what we see more uh emphasis on the higher higher ranking enlisted and officers than on the juniors but still a soldier is a soldier that's that's what we say we have to have a campaign of education and ethics and everything else just like we have um just like we have for everything else in the army training and guidelines and mentorship and counseling and everything else is that done through social media no that is done through day-to-day interactions with engaged leadership that are um considering the social media or the information domain as contested space and they're letting this new generation know that they are being targeted both by nefarious actors and 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 their own and their own people so uh, it, it is it is a fine line to work for this generation this new generation has a lot more problems and and dilemmas than you and i had when we first joined i mean the, they're 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 stuck with a the, the I don't say stuck in a bad way. It is what it is. It was multi-domain operations. We didn't deal with multi-domain operations back then. We deal with the airline uh, warfare. That's it. That's it. Force on force and land warfare. Um, now this guy's had cyber, IO, information domain, human domain, airline. Everything is Everything is convoluted. Multiple deployments and everything else. So again, social media is a good way to inform but it is a supplemental, it's a supplemental way of leadership. Uh, the misuse or the overuse of social media or the overemphasis of social media indicates that you wanna be a social media darling, non-army leader, and that is counterproducing to army values. Nothing replaces tough, realistic training designed to fight and win our nation's wars and the care, legitimate care and mentorship of our men and women in, in, our, in our army.
0: Is there anything any parting words or any extra advice you'd like to
1: listen, give to our listeners? Um uh, yes. So I, I don't I don't want to I, I don't want to key takeaway to say that social media is evil. It's not. It's an excellent medium for sharing information, reaching out to geographically displaced personnel. Um but it's also a target rich environment for nefarious actors, right? That are targeting mostly our youth. As a result, there's got to be a strong commitment, presence, coupled with action plans and expectations as required to protect command integrity and safeguard our soldiers and families. But we have to trust our commanders. They know, OK, they know There, there's guidelines by PAO. There are guidelines by the chief of staff of the army. But each and every single commander adapts a social media persona to benefit or to fill the needs of his, her unit and the culture and the identity. And we have to trust them and not stifle them or tell them, OK, well, you have to post because I'm posting. No, that that doesn't work that way. We had to trust our commanders at the tactical operational strategic level um and we had to educate them enough to say this is what our enemies are doing this is contested space i am handling your weapon system and i trust you use it accordingly in accordance to the rules of the range that's what i want to say but my parting words will be social media does not replace tough realistic training and the genuine care and mentorship of our men and women and I just want to say thank you for this opportunity. I really enjoyed it. Um, thanks, guys. This is awesome. Thank you for joining us, Sergeant Major. And Thank you, our audience. And remember to put your
0: knowledge on the page, submit articles, and get published with the NCO Journal. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We'll catch you next time on the NCO Journal Podcast.